Hello and welcome to episode four of The Three Chips. Um, I'm Jack, and once again joined by Dan and Carl. Evening, boys. Hello, how's it going? Evening, how's things? Yeah, all good, apart from a bad game week, but we'll come on to that. Uh, so let's jump right in, looking game week 23. Um, how's, it, how's it gone? Um, I've had quite a reasonable week, actually. Um, 63 points, I'd take that. Um, considering I had Rudiger at the back, Diaz at the back, McCarthy at the back. There's three three people at the back that did nothing for me. Um, it really got a bit dug out by Son and Captain and him and Calvert-Lewin. Getting me 12 points as well. Um, yeah, I think I'll be quite pleased with the week. Did you break to the top million? Um, am I in the top million overall? I am, actually. I'm nearly in the top 900,000. Oh, he... Oh. Moving, moving up places, boys. How about you, Carl? Yeah, this week sitting ninety-one thousand now, so pretty respectable. Um, got seventy-two this week, so it was a good week overall. Um, Captain Son, which was the the best move really. Knew if he kept faith in him, he was going to repay at some point in time. Um, Justin again, I think another three bonus. That was pretty nice. Felt a little bit hard done by by Chelsea. Um, Chilwell finally got the start, and Rudiger scored the own goal, which was a bit of a bit of a killer there. But that would have really lifted me. Probably two clean sheets there from Chelsea would have lifted me into sort of eighty-five-ish points, which would have been quite nice. But you know, seventy-two can't really grumble too much. Any any points on the bench? Not this week. I mean, two two and one. So. Made the right call, really, in who I played. Um, well, far, I mean, I had Diaz over Cancelo or Stones, and he got one and he got two. But, you know, can't really complain too much when made the decision to put Calvert-Lewin in. Well, you probably might not have put him in in some circumstances, but made that call, which which went quite well, so I can't complain overall. I feel like that's a dig at me, having... Cavalloon sat there for 12 first sub after <laughs> having him in my side all week and then you get in my head and I bench him and it's a stinker yeah Antonio captain a mind games really big time it's the lo- it's the last time I listen to anyone when I share my side I think just go with your gut and yeah what will be will be so yeah 49 for me Cavalloon first sub Antonio captain pretty much as bad a week as it could have been, um, to be honest. Wambasaka coming in, okay, he did better than Diaz or Stones, but with the assist, but that was about about the highlight, to be honest. Martinez again saved me in a way, another nine points from him. He seems like whenever he gets a clean sheet, not only does he get those clean sheet points, but he gets a load of save points or bonus points. So, yeah, happy with, well, happy with him, but all in all, a pretty bad week. For me, I think I had a drop from 150k down to about 250k. Um, but more importantly, drop behind Carl again. I think Carl is 41 points now the lead. So, yeah, big game week ahead, hopefully. But anyway, coming on to game your week 20. Game, just going back, Jack, your game week rank was nearly 6 million. Yeah, it's terrible. It's because everyone's got Calvert Lewin. I think just touched on that as well. There was a couple of messages from you, Jack, wasn't there? I think. After the first set of fixtures, you crept above me in the ranks, <laughs> but it's always the danger of making a shout mid game week, and it all comes crumbling down. But well, I, think, I think 
I think I sent that about five minutes before Calvert Lewin scored the goal, scored the last <laughs> minute goal, which earned him the three bonus. So that was like an eight point no. Well, yeah, twelve point swing ish from that moment alone. But yeah, spoke way too soon. I knew it was going to happen as soon as I sent the message. To be honest, but what can you do? Ground to make up. So game week twenty four. Has anyone Dan? Have you gone early again on any anyone? I know. FA Cup midweek, which we'll probably come on to, but did you pull the trigger yeah. on any early moves? Yeah, as always, I went early. I think it was in the middle of the last game week. Um, I made the call. See, Dyer's not starting for Spurs last week, so got rid of him. Got Azpilicueta in for Chelsea, I think. It's a good bit of business. Um, I was a bit annoyed, actually, because he was in at 5.6 all last week. I didn't get him in, so I had to have taken a minus four for it. And then as soon as the game week started, his price went up to 5.7. So I had to pay that. I know it's only 0.1, but throughout the season, it sort of tops up a little bit. But I thought it was someone a bit different, selected by less than 5% of teams. Chelsea got some nice fixtures coming up. Newcastle at home this week, Southampton away, United, Everton, Leeds. Looked like some good fixtures. Got Rudiger to sit on the bench for this week as well. Um, so are you doubled up on, is that Rudiger and Aspilicueta now and for Chelsea? Yeah, but I'm not going to start both of them this week, though, because I've got City have got the double game week, although Diaz is a doubt, so I don't know whether he'll play, but City have got Spurs and Everton, and then United have West Brom, and I just I just think it's better just to sort of stick out, and if Diaz doesn't play, then I've got Ruder to come in quite quickly, I'm quite happy with that, um, but I'd rather play the boys who are on the doubles, and I just can't see West Brom scoring against United. But that said, now Wilson's out for Newcastle. It's tough to see where your goals are going to come from, Gar. Yeah, I think Armoran's looking quite good at the moment. He might get a goal, but to be honest, against Chelsea, I would be putting the Chelsea guys in there. I actually went quite the opposite, so I took a Chelsea defender out. So I went from Chilwell to Dinia, just for that double game. And I also went um, prior to uh, Lukman. So again, I think probably a similar position. I think that last kind of low-value midfielder, I think probably for the next sort of six, seven, will just be swapped between whoever has a double game, really. So I think at the time, obviously, Pride didn't have a good double game, but seeing they were playing, um, who was I think it was Fulham at the time, and, and thought he might do well, and then Sheffield. So got, I think it was something like 15 points out of them that weekend. Lookman on the double this weekend with Burnley on the second. I'm hoping I can get something there. But yeah, I, I went slightly different and took away the Chelsea kind of double. Might have been a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to that own goal, which annoyed me. But it's kind of like you say, Dan, that bit there about making a hit early almost to save the points to their their value going up. The kind of flip side of that is currently what I'm facing now, which is... I've got five Ambers in my team. I've made my two subs and I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I'm kind of hoping now that, you know, Diaz, Dinya, Antonio, Calvert-Lewin and Justin all sitting on Ambers. I mean, there's there's good whispers that hopefully they'll play, but it's the risk you take going early to try and keep your squad value high um, and your yeah. money available versus making yourself go too early in the game week and then you've got that risk there. But, I think across the season, it's kind of worked out well for me. I think it's not... I've never really been in this position a lot where you've got five of them, maybe the odd one, but that's why you have a bench. Um, but 
or freely play. Yeah, just on just on the Chelsea point before we move on, Tammy Abraham's just scored tonight. Dan, I know you're a big fan. Are you going to look at the triple up maybe with Calvert-Lewin? I think it's a hamstring, so probably one that he might not make it back for a couple of weeks' time. Could be a, a move I to mean, make. Yeah, I think Tammy could be a good... It's just whether... It's just iron up that Chelsea side at the moment. Because you look at who they've got going forwards and there's a lot of options for them. And I just think, realistically, if Tammy was going to play week in, week out, I would sort of take take the plunge and go for it because it's someone a bit different. Um, he's only at 7.2 as well. But they've got Giroud, got Werner. Um, Pulisic can play in that position sort of like as a false nine. Um They've got options there. I think I don't think Tammy's going to be the one I'll go for. Looking forwards, if Calvert-Lewin's out for, say, two, three, four weeks, probably back to Vardy. Um, I'd like to try and squeeze Kane in, but I just don't think I've got the value in there. What I've, something I just wanted to touch on you boys is um, we talked about it during the week on the group chat and we know how Pep Roulette works, but... Where do you lads stand on getting the City keeper in if he's going to be a penalty taker? Does that tempt you boys to dive in for him or do you think it's Pep just I bluffing? Mean, I, think, I think it's bluff, but if it does happen, you, you've got to get him in, haven't you? Could you imagine if he, if a keeper scores a penalty and a clean sheet, that's massive points because it'll be max bonus. So yeah, if it happens, then for sure. But I, I think that's a bigger bluff as you're going to get. I think he's just putting pressure on probably Sterling and a few others that they need to kind of step up and actually start putting these penalties away. Can anybody honestly tell me at this point that Pep's not got a fantasy football team and he's not playing games? <laughs> because I tell you now, it's, it's always 59 minutes. Keepers are taking penalties. I'm, I'm sorry. I think Pep's having a bit of a laugh with us here, to be honest. But just on the Chelsea point, I think it was something I mentioned a couple of maybe a couple of episodes ago I think Jorginho started to take penalties and score talking about the penalty point that I think he's is he priced at lower end of five I'm not sure on his price but again might be one to look at for Chelsea I think the fixtures are looking pretty good and he's taking penalties yeah. and start starting games again 4.7 for Jorginho at the moment um, 4.7 that's I mean that's got to be one for your last sub, isn't it? If you if you're struggling with value, the last one at four point seven. There's not. I mean, what you could probably save zero point three, couldn't you, to get another what, kind of it? No, at four point four, you can probably get a midfielder in, couldn't you? I, I imagine uh, maybe four point three if you've got one that's out on loan. But yeah, I think in terms of players that actually are going to play, I think it might be one of the cheapest you're going to get in the game, really. Yeah, you can take a chance if you want. You can get um, get Burke in for big Oliver Burke for Sheffield United at four point two. But like I said, it's, I don't think it's worth cutting the cost that much for someone, especially if they take penalties and if Chelsea got a favourable fixture coming up. I think why not? I just don't know if Chelsea's fixtures are well. At the moment, they look quite good, but the plan double is United and Liverpool in twenty six. If you look at what else you could get at the kind of. Chelsea defender price points or even that kind of mid-range midfielder price. Maybe post-26, it might be one to look at. But personally, I'm maybe going to hold. With Newcastle and Southampton coming up, I think it's a good time to get them in. Then worst case, you bench the two of them or you only play one of them with the United-Liverpool. Liverpool aren't exactly 
on the money at the moment, aren't they? You look at their past oh, results. Right. They've not been set the world alight in terms of goals or performance. So I'm not, I wouldn't necessarily think that's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. So just on my moves for 24, so I went early as well and maybe regretting it with a Calvert-Lewin injury. And if we come on to maybe replacements for him in a second. But yeah, I've got rid of my Triple City defence, but kept a Triple City. So I've gone Stones um, to Peters. So bringing in a Burnley, Burnley defender for their double. Um, and then I've upgraded. Well, I finally got rid of Suchak. Um, the man has haunted me all season. Um <laughs> I'm I'm done with either having him on double figures on the bench or getting sent as soon as I play him. So, um, yeah, I had a load of money in the bank, so I've gone Suchak to to Sterling. Um, Interesting. We'll see how that pans out. Obviously, as Carl said, Diaz is amber. Um, sounds like he might just have a kind of upset tummy, so hopefully he's he's back. But yeah, with Calvert Lewin having seemingly done his hamstring, might end up taking a minus four to get a replacement in for the double, but. Who are you boys? If if that injury for Carver Lewin is more than say two or three weeks long, will you sit and hold on him, or will you make a move to to someone else? If so, this week or, or hold for a week or so. I'm gonna hold for a week, and I said I've got money in the bank, so I'm in a quite a fortunate position. Um, so I think I'll look to get Vardy, and I think they've got some good fixtures themselves coming up. But if you're looking at people around that seven point seven price point, um, Bamford six point seven's a shout. Ollie Watkins for Villa also got Brighton, Leicester, Leeds, Wolves, Newcastle. Some goals creeping up in there. Um, Cavani even for United could be a good shout at 7.9. It's whether he plays 90 minutes. You look at how often he's played 90 minutes for his past few games. He's played 90, 45, 90, 24, 90, 29, 90-0. So you're going back to game week 17. It's tough. To get yeah, Cavani's the one. System. I think for me, having basically sunk all of the the money I had in the bank into Sterling, it's left me in a bit of a tricky one. As as it stands, if if I'd maybe not made the move early, I might now be looking at maybe Kane and and not and maybe Gundogan instead of um, Sterling. But I think mm. the way my side's fallen now, it might go Cavani. Looking at their double or potential double in twenty six. Um, well, actually, they might have a double in 25. Is that United? No, sorry, in 26. So Chelsea and Palace is their likely double game week in 26. The only worry, Dan, like you said, is will he get the minutes? Um, so yeah. I think I'll probably just leave it for this week if Calvert-Lewin, he might end up even just playing one of the games of, of the two for 24. So we'll just see. Yeah. I'm definitely going to leave it the week. I think as much as it's going to pain me as a as a Portsmouth supporter and the the depths of League One, seeing Southampton flying in the Prem. Um, I think if they've got some good doubles coming up, they, they could be worth a shout. Che Adams at 5.8, even Danny Ings at 8.4. If they do have those doubles coming up that they're due, well, they've got a double in 25, Chelsea and Leeds. Um, I think they could be well worth a look, especially um, Che Adams, much uh, the cheaper end of things. What are you thinking, Carlos? So I'm just having a play at the moment, and I think my original plan was to get a Leeds player in for next week. Um, so, I mean, I've already made my subs, so um, for going into, I think, what's our next game week? Going into game week 24, I think I've already made my subs. I think I'm not going to take Calvert-Lewin out for a minus four. I just don't, 
I think it's one where whoever's coming in has got to score just to break even, I think, you know. So I don't think it's a risk I'm going to take. I think looking forward, I think Kane back, I think it's one to look at. It was always the plan for me after my wild card was to see me over that period, get Calvert-Lewin in, um, get the City three in, um, get get the couple others in from Leicester, and then was to look once Kane's back. So I think I can potentially do it if I take Cancelo out and put Strike in for Leeds, the centre-back at 3.9 into the double game week, and then I think that gives me enough funds to go Calvert-Lewin to Kane. So I think that potentially is my move. Maybe for minus four, I think I don't mind taking the minus four when, if, you know, Kane comes back in, he probably stays in for the season, really. So I don't mind taking the minus four at that point. So, and I mean, that's if that's if Calvert-Lewin has, you know, a long-term injury, because I think the fixtures, I mean, they've got a couple of bad ones coming up in City and Liverpool, but once you get out of that, you're kind of looking at Southampton, Chelsea, Burnley, West Brom, Palace. I think there's some good fixtures there, so I think it's only really if he's got a long-term injury I'll force that move. I think you're going to see a lot of people pile back into Kane. Obviously, he's going to probably score a load of points regardless, but Spurs are going to have a lot of doubles, most likely through from 26 through to 29, just having a look. So Burnley and then either Fulham or Southampton in 26, and then there's a chance that they have a double in 27 and 28. Um, and then it seems like they'll probably have the Tottenham Villa, uh, Aston Villa fixture scheduled for 29. So the blank game week where there's only, at the moment, two other games. So if you can get Kane in, kind of probably for game week 26, you might be able to ride through game week 29 blank without needing, Carl, probably your free hit or for me and Dan, our second wild cards. Um, but yeah, the more I look at it, the more I'm thinking that Sterling move, might I might have to... Sl- Swap him maybe for Gundogan to f- facilitate um, Kane for either Antonio or Calvert-Lewin. But yeah, I think Sterling this week, my, my original thinking was to triple up on him. Um, I know he, he started, was it last night or the night before against Swansea? Came off around the hour mark. So there's a pretty good chance he gets decent minutes in the in the double this week. But I think I'll hold off on the triple triple captain um, and maybe save that for Kane in, in 26. But yeah, we'll wait and see. And think, Carla, I agree with you on, on Calvert-Lewin. Probably not one to take a points hit out for this week, I think. Looking at the alternatives, having already tripled up on City. A Fulham striker, probably not. Same with Burnley. So, yeah, I think a hold for me. Just on um, on the broader point around Spurs, obviously, um, I think, Carl, you, you were tripled up at, at one point with Regilon, Kane and Son. Dan, I think you had the double um, in, in Kane and Son. Aside from Kane, is there any other assets you boys are looking at? Maybe a defender? Um, once Regulon's back, Carl, is he back on the agenda for you? Not not for me, I don't think. I think I got out of him really, you know, what, what I was going to get. I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think he does make a huge difference to Spurs. But, I mean, Spurs seem to be leaking goals of late. I think when Mourinho first came, he really tended to sort out the defence and looked pretty strong. But, I, yeah, I don't think Spurs defender now for me, I think it's kind of, it's Kane Son or at a push regular and I don't think there's any other players there that really 
I would look to go for. I think at the price points, I think you can get better if you look at a Man United defender or, you know, um, I mean, even, you know, eventually, you know, Liverpool are going to get stronger as well and there might be a low value defender there, depending on the two that they brought in. One of them may come good. I can't foresee Henderson and Fabinho, um, sorry, Fabinho um, at the back for them, you know, uh, forever. So I can see one of them sent yeah. back. Yeah, they signed two, didn't they, the deadline day. So you've got to hope at least one of them is going to get a start. I know the weekend or the last couple of games, they haven't really been introduced that much. But surely Klopp's going to have made those, made those signings with a view to actually play them. Um, so, yeah, wait and see. Dan, what about you? Any other Spurs defenders? I think you said you took Dyer out last week. Obviously, seems like he's fallen out of favour with Jose, which I can't really blame Jose for. He's been, frankly, pretty terrible all season. Um Yes, I'm just having a look at the sort of Spurs back line at the moment, and I think if I was going to get any of them come in, Sanchez sort of maybe look at what he did in the cup um, last. Was it last night? Yeah, it was last night in the cup. Yeah. Um, seemed to have a good performance, and I just don't know if he's going to keep it up um, <clears throat> and actually do it on a week in week out basis. You know, I thought Dyer was going to be that guy at 4.9 or 5 million that he was at that was going to he hasn't set the world alight as a defender, but at least sort of start keeping some clean sheet points. But it's just tricky to see where that's going to come from in the Spurs defence. Um, knowing that someone's going to play consistently and guarantee points, I don't see it. I think there's better value elsewhere from other defenders. I think you look at United, you even look at Leicester. Uh, one we touched on last week was even Brighton have kept so many clean sheets lately. They've gone a bit under the radar. They've got Villa, Palace, West Brom coming up, who aren't the best, the worst fixtures in the world to be facing. Um, yeah, I don't. I think I'll be avoiding Spurs, Spurs boys at the back, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think Spurs are just a two-man side, aren't they? Son and Kane. You got to have at least one. The double up's nice, considering each one of them is either assisted by Kane or assisted by Son with the other scoring. So, yeah, I think if I wildcard between now and maybe game week. 30 or 29 there's probably a good chance I land on on both Sun and Kane um, but yeah we'll see I guess on that point in terms of I know we talked around the doubles and stuff are you are you boys thinking longer term like that or are you just kind of taking it week on week at the moment obviously most of the doubles haven't really been confirmed there's there's quite a few that are kind of very likely to be confirmed but are you making any moves with those in mind or at the moment just looking at kind of the next the next game in front of you I think a bit, a bit of both, really. There's some players that I'm sort of tempted to get in anyway. Um, and if I see that they've a, got a double coming up, then it's just sort of an additional reason to want to get them in. Um, like when I got Calvert-Lewin and I didn't get him in with the view that he had a potential double game week coming up. But then when you see it, you think it's a, just a definite reason to have someone like that in. I think until the double fixtures, double game week fixtures are confirmed, it's quite tricky to second guess what's going to happen. Um, doesn't seem to be too much lately with games being called off, which is quite good. I think we sort of started the new year and there was a couple of chances where you thought, oh, there's going to be another problem and there's going to be loads of games called off. But actually, of late, there's not been not been any. Um, it's just tricky to see when all the fixtures are going to sit, especially with the Euros coming up as well. They're going to probably be sooner rather than later. And it's looking at the form players rather than getting people in for the sake of a double. 
Yeah, it's always tricky, isn't it? Because you, uh, I think I sometimes make the mistake of trying to think too far into the future and try and line up a side. Well, exactly. That's that tends to be my my downfall in fantasy is that I, I don't look at actually what what's in front of me and I end up benching the wrong players and all of that. How it goes, but um, yeah, we'll see. Maybe this will be the year where I can land some decent double players that actually deliver. Um, but I think I'm I won't hold my breath on that. I think I'm looking week by week. To be honest, I had the plan from the wild card that I kept some of the big guys in, some of the form players from Leicester, and kind of thought I left around 0.8 in the bank with a player around five million in the side. That every week the idea was just to float that person into whoever's got a double game and just pick wisely because I don't think the way it is at the moment where there's one or two each week, you can really catch them, you know, triple up on them every week. It's never really going to be the case. So this week was almost, I wanted to go Rafinha for Leeds. That was my thought process. Um, for next week, um, if Calvert-Lewin's injured, then yeah, I'll have to work around that and potentially look at putting in a low value defender um to free up some funds for Kane but it'll um it'll still be a Leeds defender that goes in or a Leeds player in the midfield if Calvert Lewin comes back but and yeah and again the week after that you're then looking at whoever that is I'll, I'll probably have Rafinha in for a week or the low value Leeds defender in for a week and then they'll get rolled into whoever's got a double game the week after I mean, it's one of these things, isn't it? Like like in boxing, everyone's got a plan. They get punched in the face and five ambers in your side is a punch in the face, isn't it? So <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I think a bit of a feature for, feature for this week, we wanted to look at um, the sides in the, well, the bottom three or at least the kind of maybe the bottom five around the kind of the great escape. I think really there's, Three teams there in Fulham, West Brom and, and Sheffield now that are going to be the, the ones that at least two of them are going to drop. Um, so along that theme, are you boys looking at any of those as potential options? Carl, I know you, you said you've brought in Lookman as a bit of a, a punt for the double game week, but any ones that you're looking longer term? I think not longer term, but I think it's one of them. Fulham, I think, is the one to keep keep an eye on. If you look at them against West Ham, I think they had most of the possession. I might, I might be wrong on that. I don't, hope someone doesn't go on the stats and completely prove me wrong. But they were absolutely in that game, played some good football and looked good. And I know Fulham have gone and, and brought a striker in, in Madger, um, which again might just start scoring some goals. So I think for me, I think Fulham is one to watch. I think, remember the year that Le- just the year before Leicester won the league, they looked absolutely destined to go down Leicester but it was one of them whereas if you actually watched them week in week out you could see that Leicester were playing good football and eventually it was just going to click into place and I think Fulham are potentially the, that team this year that I think if you can get someone that starts putting the ball in the back of the net that they might start kicking on so I think for me Luckman um, he's in this week but you know let's see if that you know if, he, if it clicks together against Burnley he might stay in for a couple more weeks I think I mentioned Madger last week. I mean, again, it might just be something about watching that Sunderland documentary. As a Newcastle fan, it made me happy. Um, but it's one of them where I've seen Madger play and the guy looked like he had all the talent in the world, to be honest. So if he can start 
to do it, potentially manager. But I think Fulham's one of them. I think West Brom made a whole host of signings, didn't they? Um, I think probably the biggest one they bought in a striker, didn't they? And they, they brought in um, Nathan Niles. Um, Maitland Niles, sorry. <laughs> and I think he's one uh, at the back. I mean, guy's a quality player, isn't he? I think if West Brom can start to keep some clean sheets, they might be one to look at as well. Yeah, I've I've still got Johnston from the, the kind of punt on the double and the bench booth. When was it? Game week 18 or whatever. I think unless I need the kind of 0.5 million when I'm on the wild card, I'll probably just keep him in there because, you, like you say, Maitland-Niles coming in, Big Sam, maybe they turn that defence around. I mean, it doesn't look like it at the moment, but come the kind of latter end of the season, he might be one where suddenly there's there's clean sheets there and you, you've already owned him and he's, he's on the bench kind of ready to go. I think outside of that, I know Sheffield United have kind of t- not really turned, well, not turned it around, but they've had some better results recently. But again, there's no real standouts there where you think, OK, if I bring... Burke or Billy Sharp or whoever in that they're going to consistently get points. I think there's a lot of value in other players, Saka being Saka and Suchek, like the obvious kind of cheapies in midfielders that are just doing it most weeks. Um, so yeah, outside of that bottom three, I guess Wilson was the one at Newcastle that you would have looked at as a potential Cavalier replacement, but is it six or eight weeks he's, he's done for now with a hamstring or a knee injury? Um, Burnley defence looking decent enough, gone with um, Peters on the double. But yeah, I think there's just a lot of value in some of the lower end midfielders for top half sides this year. So in terms of needing those cheapies from relegation strugglers, I don't think it's one that is really there this season. I think with West Brom though, again, not looking too far ahead, but we've got United this week. Then Burnley away, Brighton at home, Newcastle at home, Palace away. If you're going to do it, I think if any of them, for me, they're gone anyway. I don't see a world where they stay up. I think they've left themselves with a bit too much to do, even for Big Sam and his track record. Sheffield United, apart from pissing off all the Derby fans by finally creeping up to 11 points, have achieved nothing this season. Um, I can't see a world where they're worth any value. And Fulham... I think, Kai, you've raised a couple of interesting points on some of their players, but do I really think that Fulham are going to start to kick on and they're playing some good football, but can you pin it all on one player? In terms of fantasy, football is quite tricky, I think, to say this is going to be the player that you know will dig them out. You've looked at some sides in the past, like towards relegation, and you say that's the main man who's come on and he'll be the like focal point. He'll score goals, he'll get assists week in, week out. I just don't see it with this Fulham side. Who's going to be the guarantee? If you're going to look at anyone, I think it's the West Brom defence to start taking a look through, really. I think just looking a bit, it's like the bottom three. I think you're probably right. I think it's Fulham was almost the one which is just keep an eye because I think it'll come good eventually for them. And it might be a little bit too late, but, you know, I think they will start picking up points eventually. But I think, like, if you look at the teams just above the relegation, um, I think with like Newcastle, if you pick up Sam Axman again, I mean, his first start back and it's two assists again. I mean, slightly biased here, but I think the guy, you know, I think the guy's a class act, really. I think you can, you know, on his day, 
you know, can win a game for us single-handedly. So, again, it's it's in the realms of a pun, isn't it? I mean, I'm not saying by any any stretch of the imagination, you know, let's start taking out Fernandez and putting in some maximum. But I'm saying, like, if, you, if you're at the bottom of your leagues and you're kind of thinking to yourself, who is it that I'm going to put in, you know, some maximum might be one to look at. So are you looking at your front line, Carl, um, with Wilson out? Is is that really where your goals are going to come from, from ASM and from Almiron as well? Because I'm looking at um, Carroll, who's in the past four weeks, he's played a total of one minute. Um, you're looking at some of your other players as well who haven't really played. Um, Gale's another example. In the past four games, he's played 26 minutes. Um, Joe Linton's played. He's played 54 minutes since game week 19. Um these boys to come on and just start banging in goals, I think is a bit of a tough ask. Yeah, generally, um, Bruce will play, a lot of the time when we play Wilson, um, Bruce tends to play maybe one of them with him. So you'll play Jolington on the side of him or sometimes plays Carroll and plays Carroll in a way that he almost just wins the knockdowns um, for Wilson. So and maybe Gale might play in Wilson's place. I, I don't know. Um I wouldn't suggest one of them three because, you know, as a Newcastle fan, I'm not sure who's going to start Monday night. But I think one thing... I actually really like... Sorry, Carl, go on. No, I was just going to say, I I think one thing's for sure is if ASM's fit, he's the first name on the team sheet, I think. So if you're going to look at who's going to score the goals for us, I mean, you might not score the goals, but if we're going to get an assist or a goal, obviously, (laughs) comes hand-hand, but... One of them is going to go to ASM. You know, he's going to score or he's going to set it up, I think, for us. If Newcastle had some doubles, which they don't... I don't well, I don't think they do. They haven't. Gale might be one that tempts me. I know, Carl, I've, I've slagged the bloke off as not being the Premier League level, which means he'll come in and he'll keep you lot up this year with a handful of goals in the next kind of five or six games until Wilson looks like he's kind of close to coming back, at which point he'll he'll probably drop off but yeah I think with you've got Bamford Antonio Watkins all kind of at a cheapish um, price range and if, if Gale hasn't got any doubles then yeah he's not one that you're really going to look at too seriously yeah not Gale for sure I mean Gale's one that for me you know he's kind of comparable to you know somebody like you know McGoldrick that the plays at Sheffield, you've got Connolly, you've got Mope, them kind of strikers. I almost feel Gale, if he played your 38 games a year, would have a similar output to them. So you're looking seven, eight, nine goals a season, really, which actually at that end of the table isn't actually all that bad. I think when he comes off the bench, I think if you look at minutes to goal, he actually does quite well. Um, Gale, but again, it's one of them where a team like Newcastle, I think, you know, you need somebody somebody six foot really up front, you know, somebody that's going to get into the back of a centre-back and, and do a bit more for the team. And, and Gale's not that person. Gale's off, you know, Gale hangs on the back of the last man and he's he's a poacher and he looks to run in behind. And yeah, it's not, I, I can't see him starting for us consistently. Although again, could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I think, yeah, if you're going to look at Newcastle, it's, it's Almiron or Simaxman. Yeah, so, well, Gail's certainly not hanging out hanging out the back of it anytime soon. That's that's for sure during lockdown. Anyway, king king of the game week then. So 
Uh, you two just didn't get that joke. Shocker. King of the game week. Um, last, week last week was an absolute shocker by all accounts. Just looking back at our pick. So, Carl, I think you went hudson Adoy went for a grand total of one point. I, in my mastery, went Suchek. Zero <laughs> points. Red card. Thank you, Mike Dean. Uh, Dan with Madison, you've won it with two points, if we can even count that as a win. Um, Do you know what? I'm going to take it. It's immoral, but I'm going to take it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you can take it, but Jesus. Three points would have won it for Suchek if it wasn't for that red, but... What can you do? So game week 24, Carl, I think you're up first this week. Who are you thinking? Yeah, feeling confident about this one. I, I won with Preya, I think. Even my first week pick, I think I went Wan-Bissaka and I was actually, I was just a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks too early with him, wasn't I? I got the assist that I predicted just a little bit too late. Um, but I think for me, um, this week, I'm going to go with who I've subbed in. He might be my fantasy captain this week at an absolute punt. Um, and it's Lookman for Fulham. Um, I think it's one of them where I think on a double game week, if I'm looking across, I'm thinking I've got the City defence. Cavaloon might be injured. And I've got Lookman now there who are on the doubles. And really, unless you're absolutely convinced someone else on a single game is going to score... You know, I think you've got to really be captain and someone on a double game week. So I'm captain Lookman for that reason. I think you might get a goal against Burnley as well. Um, such I'm making king of the game week as well, because why not? Decent punt, Dan. As usual, I'm torn. <laughs> and it's never a straight answer. I was looking before this game week, before Calvert-Lewin got injured, I was actually looking um, at him as going to be my Potential shout. Um, double game week, but the City have got a good defence. With the City double game week, I think it's difficult to ignore them, even against Spurs and Everton, who are two very good sides. Um, I think for me, I'm going to have to go Gundogan. Hope that he's still taking penalties as well, because if you start getting boys in and having your keepers take penalties, then that's just that's gone out the window for me. Hang, hang on, Dan. You went you went Gundogan game week by the first episode. Are we are we allowing a repick? I can't remember what the rules we said. We said not every other week, but you know, in the, in the interest of fairness, boys, I, I will I'll go someone a bit different. I'll go someone a bit different. Jack, you go and come. Oh, I was going I was gonna go Gundogan, hence my uh, <laughs> challenge on the rules. But I just, for, uh, just for people well, that obviously last week. Just for people that obviously you know listen to this on. Um, you know, not a video channel. Um, Dan is thoroughly flustered here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is panicked to the extreme here. Yeah, boys, I'm, I'm having a bit of a tough time. I'm really unsure as to where to go. Um, Do you want me to pick for you, Dan? No, it's quite right, because you'll pick someone's shit. i tell you what, actually. Do you know who I'm going to pick? If Jack's going to be muggy, and if he's going to pick Gundogan, Dan, I'll, I'll tell have. you what. I'm gonna... No, 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 you have him, mate. I'm going to pick right. Suchek. And he's going to bang in a hat trick since you got rid of him in your fantasy side. Uh, it's fine. I would have benched him anyway, so it's irrelevant. Are you sure, Suchek? I mean, I, I, I've got yeah. another pick if you do want Gundogan. No, no, no. You have it. All yours. I'm going to have Suchek. And when he bangs in a hattie, I'm going to be loving it on this pod next week. 
So just to, just to clarify great. then, so you're not you're not picking anybody on a double game here. So no. I mean that that's yeah, you really have been flustered there, haven't you? <laughs> I just fancy it. Sheffield United are awful. I back myself to score against Sheffield United this season. If if yeah, uh, if stick you didn't, me down, if, stick me down for Suchak, Jack. You can go Suchak. So if, if you if you had taken Gundogan, I would have gone for Pope on the double. Um, obviously, I said I, I've bought in Peters as a Burnley defender. I think, Carl, you're probably right that they might concede against Fulham, but their other double against Palace, or the, the other game in the double against Palace, I think if Zaha's still out, Palace just don't score. I think it's eighteen. The last, something like the eight, last 18 games that Zaha's missed, they've scored in only like 15 of those games. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Pope. I'm changing. Dan, you can have Gundogan. No, no, it's fine. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick to my sure. guns. I'm going to stick to Okay. I'm going to pick Pope then because sent off again. And should we just clarify then? Can we re-pick or should we should we say you can't? It might make it a bit more interesting. Yeah, I'd say let's not re-pick then. Let's okay. let's keep as is. Let's not pick shame. the same. It's a shame I was going to pick Luckman again later in the season. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Carl Luckman, Dan Suchak. I've gone Pope. I'll save my. My good to one pick for later on in the year because I think you've both have you both backed him? No, Carl, I don't think you have, have you? Not yet. Cool. So last topic, just really quickly wrapping up. Captain picks for twenty four. Carl, you going to give your side away? Yeah, I think I said already. It, it's it's Lukman again. I'm putting. All yeah, put every, put, yeah, all in, all in on Fulham coming good. Um, it's going to look really embarrassing when they get beat twice heavily. But you know what? We're all there. Live and let die, Dan. Who's your There's captain? only one pick. There's only really one pick in my side this week. Um, Sterling on the double game week. He's in a bit of good form. Um, I just see no reason to not play him. Eight points last week. Eight points the week before. 11 points the week before that when he played. He's in good form. Spurs, Everton, two tricky sides, but I think he'll he'll do the business for me this week. Yeah, I've gone same as you, Dan. Sterling's come in on the transfers and he's got to be the pick for the captaincy. The one thing I'm deliberating is whether or not to, to hit the triple. I think the doubles in game week 26 maybe look a bit more favourable either for Kane if I bring him in or for um, for Sterling again in there that chip's been active all week so if it's deactivated you just know he will bang in a brace in both games or something like that but then if, if I've got him captain anyway at least I'll um, I'll benefit wait have you made the hit you've played you've clicked the button for triple captain yeah but you can take it off no I mean mate, if you've hit if you've clicked it you've got to stick with it surely it's on there it's still I on there see on his phone it's, I think it's a mistake. Once you've made that choice, tell me a time that your triple captain's ever gone well in the past well, three years. The one, it's, well, well, last year it was uh, Mane for his double and he limped off after 10. The year, <laughs> the year before it was Kane on a double and he blanked him both. Um, I can't remember. Was the year before that Aguero? No, it wasn't. I can't remember oh, the year that before was that. years ago. The Aguero was the last time it, it paid off. So, do you know what? Yeah, I think, I think mate, if you've gone for your gut, you've just got to stick with it. I mean, it's 
I'd prefer it if you didn't, because I think Sterling's going to have a blinder this week, so we'll see you pull away a bit more. Well, from not, me. Now you've said that, he's not, so I'm not I'm not tripling him. I've, I've done well the past few weeks. Yeah. Pep Roulette as well, you know, I can just see him being rested one of them games. But Exactly. I, th- I think you know Kane, Kane 26 is probably the safest triple, and that's probably the one I'll go with. Do you know what I think as well? I, I don't know how good the editing skills are, but see Dan on his pick on Sterling. I want that clipped up as Park Life. Sterling's <laughs> off on a run. Sterling is banging for me. Got eight this week. Got eleven last week. Park Life. Brilliant. I just, yeah, I want that clipped up, Jack. That's your task for this week. We'll make it happen. He does fuck all at work, so you might as well. I don't know about that. Anyway, boys. <laughs> It's been a pleasure. Good luck in 24. And we'll speak again next week. Lovely. Cheers, boys. Cheers, lads. Have a good one. See ya.